Welcome to the official podcast of the Canberra Raiders. So close to the Raiders. And Papali would be an appropriate man to score. He's done it. He's done it. Brought to you by OAC Digital. Come join us as we go behind the limelight. Welcome to Behind the Limelight, the Raiders official podcast. Thanks to OAC Digital. Round 23 sees the Raiders up against the Sea Eagles at Suncorp Stadium in Brisbane. And it's a little bit different this week for the podcast as uh, Canberra is in lockdown. So we're recording uh, I'm at Home in Canberra uh, and joining us from Canberra from her home is Rosie Harrison. How are you, Rosie? Hey, Ben. Yeah, doing well. It's good to see you guys. Yeah, it feels a bit weird, but um, we're getting there and it's uh, been an interesting week. And um, speaking of interesting, uh, he's up there again on the uh, Gold Coast. He's been up there now for almost over a month and uh, he's enjoying some nice weather and some freedom. Tom Logan, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Good to see you guys. Still no tan from me yet, though. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's been quite the whirlwind week uh, for everybody uh, involved in the Raiders and, uh, and everybody here in Canberra. So uh, let's catch up with the news and go around the horn. All right, where do we start on a whirlwind week for Canberra uh, and everybody living in it? We've had uh, everybody into a snap lockdown, which was going to be for a week, and now it's into three, it'll be for three weeks. So uh, we'll see the regular season out uh, in lockdown down here in Canberra. Um, but let's talk some football uh, and some good news, uh, Rosie, this week. Chance Nickel Klukstar uh, back in the Raiders 17 for this game. It's going to be quite exciting to see him back out there. Yeah, I'm so excited to see Chance back. It's um. He's put a lot of work in his rehab to get back um, this year, and um, that's to credit to him. But I'm really excited to see him back this weekend. Tom, you spent a fair bit of time with him uh, early on when you guys travelled up there together to Queensland. Um, how's he progressed over the past few weeks? I know he was working hard on his fitness. How's he looking uh, heading into the game? He's looking great. Uh, having spent a, spent a lot of time with him up, I guess, in the early stages of when we were sent up here, he had targeted this game as his return. So he... Um, I mean that that was pretty sort of hard to keep keep on the down low, but he um he's he's obviously worked very hard on his fitness, and I, I just saw him at breakfast before, and he said he's feeling really good as well. So uh, he's uh, it's a massive boost for us, especially coming into some really crucial games. Yeah, he's the ultimate professional chance, and we'll know that you'll get. Um, make sure that he, he definitely won't leave any stone unturned in his preparation. That's for sure. So disappointing news though uh, this week, uh, Tom. Uh, with Tom Starling uh, ruled out for uh, looks like four to six weeks uh, with a, a fractured jaw. Um, he's had surgery. Um, have you guys sighted him yet or is he still in hospital? I haven't seen him yet, no. I, I believe he's still in hospital. Prior to getting his surgery, he was he was still coming to training and, and obviously interacting with the side. And I, I, had, I felt sorry for the poor fella because everywhere he was going, he was carrying around a juicer with him because he... He had to pretty much juice all his food and fruit just so that he can uh, eat because he, can, he obviously can't eat any, any solids. So, um, you know, he's, he's a tough character, as we know, and um, hopefully he's he's back sooner. Well, hopefully he didn't try and do the CSOLIOLA and uh, blend some KFC uh, together because that's what CA tried to do with some pretty poor results. So um, let's, let's hope that... Um, that uh, Tommy's uh, can get himself back, um, you know, possibly could play again this year if um, if the Raiders make the final. So we wish him all the best in his recovery. Let's have a look at the rest of the team changes this week, uh, Rosie. And um, Jared Croker has been ruled out with that uh, knee injury. It's an ongoing issue that he sort of carried all season, but he won't play this weekend. And Sebastian Chris comes back in the centres. 
Yeah, it's great that Seb Chris can come back into the squad. Uh, he missed last week, obviously, because of concussion, but he's really exciting. And him pairing up with Tomoko in the centres, uh, that'll be a great, exciting combination. They both just bring so much energy to the side um, as well. So, yeah, really excited to see them both come back in the centres. Tom, you've uh, watched training this week. We saw that Matt Frawley's been named in the 17, still undefeated uh, at NRL level for the Raiders. What does he bring to the team uh, coming from the bench, do you think? I'm really excited to see Frawls uh, come off the interchange because we know he can he can slide in at the halves. And speaking to Frawls earlier in the week, he's, he mentioned that he's played quite a lot of his junior football uh, at hooker. So he can he's more than capable of definitely feel, feeling that role that Tom Starling uh, was playing. And oh, I'm really looking forward to seeing Frawls. We know how how calm calm he is. He's, he's a bit of a calming presence, I feel, for the team. Uh, and Manly will probably be having nightmares about seeing him on the team sheet, especially after his performance against them last time around. That's right. He kicked them into uh, the in-goal area all night in that game earlier in the season. So, yeah, he brings something a little bit different off the bench. So I'm looking forward to seeing how he goes uh, this weekend. Uh, the other one, and it's been a weird season, but you, you see some weird things, but nothing weirder than watching Corey Horsburgh and Ryan James, Rosie, run out for the Bulldogs on the weekend. <laughs> It was weird, wasn't it? Like seeing the Raiders jerseys one week and then Bulldogs jerseys the next. But it's good that they could just go get some game time and, um, yeah, play play some games. Raiders 16, Storm 26, a game uh, there last weekend where probably the first 20 minutes allowed the Raiders to fall behind the Storm, Tom. And it was a case of playing catch up. And unfortunately, we weren't quite able to get there in the end. Disappointing result, especially when you consider how well they played in the second half. But having said that, just as you alluded to, that 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 15, 20 minute patch where the storm just kept running through. I think I think they they came at us quite a lot on on our on their on their right side. There were a lot of um, they were getting a lot of I guess space down that, that sort of part of the field, and uh, they they made us pay uh, early on, but. Having said that, though, it was pretty inspiring to see what the what our team came out with in the second half, especially um, just listening to Ricky in the sheds at halftime. He said that, you know, it's it's crucial that we get the first uh, try of the, of the second half because then if we can get that, then more points will follow and we'll have the storm on the on the back fence. And that's exactly what happened. Um, but then there was just a couple of, you know, moments that didn't go our way. And unfortunately... Uh, we couldn't get the win, but still um, great fight back from the boys in green. Rosie, wonderful to see the combination of Jack White and Bailey Simonson led to three tries uh, on the weekend, and, and they were fantastic out there on that left edge. Yeah, definitely. Bailey Simonson obviously coming back from his injury layoff um, in his first game back and for a while, and it was awesome to see him going over the um, try line for a hat trick. And Jack White, and, um, he played really well. His long pass, cut-out passes to Bailey, the tries were great and his kicking game as well. So hopefully he'll have another great, they'll both have another great game this weekend. Tommy, Jack Whiten um, seems to be playing with a lot more confidence. He said yesterday in his press conference that he's enjoying his football again. He's having fun. Um, how important is it um, to have a fit and fire in Jack Whiten at this time of the year? Oh, I think it's, I think it's absolutely everything to us. It's, it's, you put Jack in, in that league as Papa on their day, they can just tear teams apart uh, on their own. Uh, one thing I have noticed about Jack is, and, and I don't really know what it is, but he seems to be thriving off being in this environment up here in, in Queensland. He's, he's, you know, he, he's got that infectious laugh. You can hear that pretty much from the other side of the resort 
Uh, he just seems to be really enjoying himself up here, whether it's, I think it's because he's got his family up here and he's enjoying sort of the camaraderie with the, the playing group as well. It's, um, I, I think that's really having a, a really positive effect on Jack and no doubt he probably would have been feeling a bit drained after the whole state of origin period, which he alluded to the other day, but nevertheless, it, it's just great to see him back to his best. We talk about um, the attack being so important at the beginning of that second half last week, but it was the defensive effort of the team, Rosie, that really uh, rose to the fore. It was, uh, I think, 60-odd minutes where the Melbourne Storm couldn't crack us for another try, and, and that's a really encouraging sign taking us into next week. Yeah, definitely. Like, they, um, Melbourne have the best attack in the competition, so to hold them um, to no try, almost no tries in the second half is outstanding. And they, um, yeah, they threw a lot at the, the Raiders, but it was great to see the resilience and the defensive effort of the team, um, as well as the attack. But yeah, defence is, is very important in that game. It doesn't get any easier this weekend. We take on the Sea Eagles uh, up there at Suncorp Stadium. Uh, Tom Travojevic has been named in the team. It'll be interesting, interesting to see who, uh, if he plays or not. We're going to preview that game shortly. But first of all, we're going to catch up with another one of the Raiders' young guns. He's re-signed for two years. Let's have a chat now to Brad Schneider. Well, joining me on Behind the Limelight podcast this week is re- newly re-signed Raider Brad Schneider. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, it's a, it's wonderful to have you on. And uh, it's also great news to have you re-signing with the club uh, for a further couple of years. Um, you must be really happy with your progression so far. Yeah, it's been awesome. Um, it's been, it's come pretty quickly, quicker than I expected to to actually get a debut and all that. But um, yeah, I'm really happy that I'm able to re-sign with the club and um, stay here for another two years. Before we go into what your future may look like, let's go back to your past. Tell us a little bit about Brad Schneider um, as a junior player and how you all sort yeah. of got into rugby league. Yeah, so I uh, started off in Wagga Wagga playing for my first ever club was Wagga Raiders and played there and then um, went to the um, Magpies in Wagga. Just, um, yeah, my brother was playing it and... I've said to mum one day, I want to play that tackle game. So ever since then, um, sort of fell in love with rugby league and then made the move. We went up to Townsville and just kept playing through all juniors up there. Um, started at North and then went to Western Lions um, Club and then um, was pretty big at school and our school team and that. And then got picked up from school and um, came down to the Raiders and yeah, started, went through the 20s and a bit and now up into the NRL. So let's look forward a few years. If you are lucky enough to one day play State of Origin, who do you yeah. play for? Yeah, I think Queensland. Queensland's the, uh, the state to go to. Right. <laughs> I've cool. always supported them. So, and yeah, I think most of my footy has been played up at Queensland. So, uh, Fair enough. That's that's the yeah. wrong answer, but um, <laughs> we'll, we'll let you have that one. That's okay. <laughs> Uh, mate, take us back to your debut. I mean, um, it was an emotional uh, moment leading into the game. We saw the vision of you calling your dad. And uh, yeah. what was that whole week like for you when you knew that you'd found out you were going to be in? Oh, that's unreal. Eh? Um, like, yeah, I was I was shocked. Uh, I've never seen it coming. And to actually get called to debut, is it's a dream come true. And so something you dream of as a kid to grow up and play in the NRL. And for me to actually get my debut it's, it was yeah a dream come true and the week leading into it when I found out obviously it was really emotional and 
my old man was really emotional because um, we're both we know how hard I've worked for this and, and so I was, well all my family know how hard I worked for it and to actually get a get a call up to make your NRL debut is yeah you'll never forget the moment and I'm so thankful for the club to give me the opportunity to now hopefully um yeah get look to play some more games now. We spoke to Elijah Anderson last week on this mm. podcast and we talked about how nervous he was yeah. from that, that you know, once the game got into about the 70 or third minute um, and just not wondering whether he was going to come on. Tell yeah. us what it was like for you. Yeah, I was um, surprisingly, I was before the game, I wasn't too nervous at all. I was more, I think I was more excited than anything because I think all week I'd been nervous and then getting into when I was there, I was actually pretty pretty excited but um yeah sitting on the bench well Tommy Starling went down in the towards the end of the first half I was like oh this is my chance here I might be going on here but he, he um pushed through with it and yeah I got the last 10 minutes but um yeah, I was more excited than anything and I was nervous obviously nerves are there <laughs> I think everyone be nervous with their debut going on and um but yeah I was just so excited to get on the field and make my debut Hey, we talk about, um, you, you talked earlier about how hard you've had to work and we mm -hmm. see it and we've mentioned it before that um, you're always one of those players that likes to go out there, even if it's by yourself and just do a little yeah. few extra things. What what motivates yeah. you to go out there and do that? Oh, I've got goals sort of where I want to be, um, where I want to be in the future. And it's a big thing that um, my old man settled, put into me as I was younger. He said, you're never going to get anywhere without any hard work and all the extras is what makes you a great player. And obviously I want to be um, one of the best in to play the game. And um, I think that's everyone's goal. And obviously everyone wants to win premierships. And I think um, you've got to put in the extras and the hard work now and you know, it all pays off in the end. But um, yeah, just like I said, the old man settled it into me and um, did a lot with him. He's been massive through my career, all my family have. and. Um, whenever I get the chance, I love to. I always do extras, always do as much as I can, and we'll just yeah. And how much have you been able to sponge off uh, guys like Sam Williams and Matt Frawley, particularly mm. in the last few weeks, and you've been up there in Queensland? Yeah, no, it's awesome. Just being being around them, um, they're so so footy smart. There, it's unreal to just sit down there and sit with them and listen to them talk footy. Um, and just learn from them, especially as well as Jack, um, just watching them, just how they do things and you pick up and um, try implement little things that they do in their game into your game and just learn from them as much as you can, just soak up every little bit of information from them. And yeah, it's, just, it's, it's, been, it's been good being able to be around them all. So I'm just taking everything in and learning from them all. And uh, it must be encouraging, too, to see that a lot of players um, around your age um, mm. at the club, particularly in the outside backs, yeah. have all made moves to re-sign. And, and it mm. seems that the group's really pretty keen to, to go through and stay together. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good to see um, a fair few younger blokes uh, re-sign as well. They all um, put in a lot of hard work. And I think they, all, they would be all excited, just like I am, um, to be able to stay with the club. And, yeah, looking forward um going ahead into the future yeah, it looks looks good how are you handling the the situation at the moment with no football obviously at the end of the week yeah. um you, you're yeah. waiting for that opportunity how's that um how's that been for you i mean that's that's obviously got to be a bit of a challenge 
Yeah, yeah, it is. It's always a challenge. You're not not playing footy, um, but honestly, I'm I'm just here soaking up every every information, every bit of learning I can get. I'm learning every day, and I'm getting trying to get better every day. And um, my chance will come. It's just when it, when it does come, I just want to be ready. And we do a lot a lot of training, um, footy footy related um, against each other. So we're getting getting a lot of reps in there, but to actually get a game, yeah, it's it's hard, but I'm loving being able to train every day and do what I love. So I can't really complain, but yeah, if I do get a game, that's a bonus. And I'm yeah looking forward to hopefully getting some more games soon. Obviously you guys have got a, a fair bit of time uh, together in that camp. Yeah. Have you had an opportunity to, to have a chat with Rick or any of the other coaches about where they see you um, over the next sort of season or two? Yeah. I've, I've, I've talked to uh, Ricky and that quite a bit and he says it's um it's more up to me now at this stage when when I want to start um, getting into that starting role so um, yeah like I said I'm just trying to learn as much as I can at the moment and taking everything I can and hopefully um, start playing some footy soon and um, once I start playing hopefully cement a spot somewhere in the team and go from there. All right. So tell me about the camp. Um, who's your who are your buddies? Who you who you hanging around with up there? And who's the one player that you you try and avoid? <laughs> um, oh, sort of hang around everyone on that, but big semi Valame. We like to go get a little ice cream at night. <laughs> go out for a walk. Yeah. Um, we're we're pretty close, but now all the boys you sort of hang around everyone, you're all together and that, but um one you probably stay away from is probably common occurrence is Hudson Young. He's the biggest pest here <laughs> by far. So yeah. just keep away from him. <laughs> Don't go near him, but he always finds his way close to you anyway. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, well, mate, we've, um, we're thoroughly enjoying seeing your progression. We're, we're really excited about having you um, re-signed for two years and we wish you all the best of luck. And who knows, uh, we might yeah. see you out there at some stage before the end of the season as well. Yeah, I hope so. No, thank you. Thanks for having me. There he is, Brad Schneider, a wonderful young talent uh, and really happy for him to have re-signed for two years. He's a, he's a great young prospect and a, and a really dedicated young player as well. So we wish him all the best uh, in his progression in green. Time now to have a look at the Raiders and the Seagulls up there at Suncorp Stadium on Friday night. And all the talk this week, Tom, has been about Turbo Tom, Tom Trebojevic. Will he play or not? What are you hearing? Bit of sort of mixed messages to be honest. So I'm I'm convinced he won't play. I, I think that's a bit of Des Hasler sort of mind games. Uh, I, I I firmly believe that Ruben Garrick will come into the fullback role, and you'll see probably someone like a, a Tavita Funa probably uh, shift out onto the wing in place of Garrick. Having said that, though, you, you never know, and you have to prepare that Tom is going to play because. Yeah, I mean, yeah, everything about Turbo is everything about Manly. He's just. He's just a. I've never seen a more influential player, um, it, like that's influ influential to a side since probably you know Jonathan Thurston or someone like that at the Cowboys. Um, but having said that though, uh, if if Turbo's out, then that will, our players will probably definitely get a big kick out of that. Rosie, uh, last time we played Manly um, earlier in the season, it was around that Origin period, and and Trebojevic. Uh, both Trebojevich brothers and also Daly Cherry Evans didn't play. So a different proposition for the team this week when we take them on up there in Queensland. 
Yeah, definitely. That last game against Manly, um, yeah, Frawley, I think was in the halves as well. We were seeing Jack White as well. So, um, and Papa, I think as well. So, yeah, it's a different challenge, but they get some new players back, but we do as well. So, um, yeah, whether Trebovich, Jake, uh, Tom Trebovich plays or not, um, we'll still have, it'll still be a big challenge for us. Manly being playing some great footy. So, yeah, it's just going to be exciting to see what we'll do. Yeah, it's an interesting looking Raiders uh, lineup this week, particularly on the interchange bench, Tom. We mentioned that Chans will start from the bench and also Matt Frawley. So they've gone for um, uh, sort of two outside backs on the bench and obviously Matt Frawley could be there to cover Hooker as well. Um, but then you've got the two middles uh, in Sia Soliola and Emery Gula. So you'd think that the, the middle forwards are going to have to play some pretty big minutes in this game. I think uh, we know how fit our, our forwards are and, and no doubt they'll be up to the task and Obviously, it remains to be seen sort of where Chant will come into the side. You know, that he could come into the centres even, and you might may even see someone like Sebastian Chris uh, go into the into the second row. That's a bit of a hot take from me, though. But uh, nevertheless, you never know what Ricky's got planned, and it's pretty exciting to see, to be honest. Yeah, there's lots of combinations up there uh, that can happen in this team with the, with the amount of different positions that players can cover. So, yeah, it'll be quite interesting to see uh, how it all pans out and what, uh, exact time they inject someone like Chance into the contest because obviously he hasn't played football for a while, Rosie, and um, they'll just have to wait and see um, how he goes and, and what sort of, and the game will probably dictate when he comes into the team. Yeah, I like um, him starting on the bench though. First game back in a long time. It's, and Rapper's been doing such a good job um, in that fullback position. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see when he comes in, but it's a good chance for him to slowly like build his way into the game. Let's have a look at some of the matchups now, Tom. And uh, you've gone for Jack Whiten and Kieran Foran, uh, two players there that very influential uh, in the outcome for their team. Yeah, especially when you consider the form that Jack's in at the moment. And I, I feel like Kieran Foran's kind of slipped under the radar a bit for Manly this year, probably due to the impact that Tom Trebojevic has had. But I really reckon that Kieran Foran's really sort of found... Um, He's gotten back to a bit of his former self. He played his best football at Manly a few years ago. Um, and, and I just feel like that he's had sort of like an almost a silent sort of really sort of big impact on on the Seagulls. Uh, his, his combination with Cherry Evans has just uh, picked up from where it left off all those years ago. And yeah, I, I really think he's, he's going to be one that we'll really have to look out for. Rosie, you've gone for the battle up front with Joe Tarpany up against Marty Tapao. Um, obviously, two Kiwi internationals who've been looking to go pretty hard against each other this weekend and try and set a platform for their team. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Joey, I think, has been one of our best forwards this season. He's um, just his ability to break tackles and make those run meters. And yeah, Marty Tapao, likewise, he um, is probably their best forward. And he's, um, they're both such dangerous forwards players and build that platform for us um, as well. So yeah, I'm excited to see this big battle in the middle. Yeah, and I've gone for some excitement out wide this weekend. Uh, Bailey Simonson off the back of three tries for the Green Machine up against Jason Saab, who's one of the most exciting young wing prospects in the game. So um, if one of those players can catch a bit of fire, I'm sure that they'll uh, pile the points on pretty quickly. And let's just hope for Raiders fans, it's Bailey Simonson. That's the game, uh, Raiders versus Eagles this weekend, Friday at six o'clock. All right, now it's time to do the podcast predictions. And Tommy, you actually got one right last week and you've gone back into the front, I think, of the leaderboard uh, yourself. You've gone up to four points uh, with the Jordan. Uh, I think you had uh, Jordan Rappiner for Rosie, which was incorrect, uh, but you had Bailey Simonson to score a try and he only he got three, but only the one point for the podcast prediction. So 
Um, what, do you for, what do you got for us this week? <laughs> well, this week I'm, I'm going to go for... Um, I reckon Matt Frawley's going to uh, cause some even more chaos. And I reckon he's going to uh, come off the bench and force two repeat sets. Okay, that's something a bit outside the square. And Rosie, what have you got for us? <laughs> oh, I'm going to Jack White and try. I think he did such a good job last week. Didn't get over, but I think he'll get over this week. Yeah, I think he's uh, definitely due for one, uh, as is my prediction this week. And I've picked him a few times this year, but I'm going to go for Josh Papali'i uh, to crash over close to the line for the Raiders this weekend. Guys, thanks for joining us. I know it's been a little bit different, a bit difficult to put a podcast together this week. But um, as always, we appreciate your time and hopefully we can get the win on the weekend. Thanks, Ben. Good to see you guys again. <laughs> there it is. Uh, Rosie and Tom joining me on Behind the Limelight. Thanks to OAC Digital. We'll catch you next week.